Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Six Ways from Sunday podcast. My name is Ben Wilson, host of the show, and uh, into season two now of the of the podcast, we're changing things up a little bit, and we've had a couple of different guests on the show. And uh, today, I've got my mother-in-law, Jackie Northy, sitting with me because, and she's not very happy to be here, but I've twisted her arm, and I wanted her to come on the show because she has an amazing story to share that we're going to talk about. Um, that relates to social media and that's a big part of a lot of our lives um, nowadays and I'm gonna let her share her story but essentially what it's about is she challenged herself to share something positive and inspirational every single day of the year in 2018 so we're coming into a new year now in 2019 Jackie I think this is a great time to be talking about this story so Thank you so much for agreeing to do this with me. I really appreciate it. Reluctantly. Exactly. (laughs) So um, before I hand it over to you, I'm going to share something that I just printed off here from the first post where you kind of told the world that you're going to be doing this. And I'm just going to read it off. So this was from Jackie's uh, post to Facebook on January 1st of 2018. The first day of a new year always feels like a new beginning, a new place to start an opportunity to make a difference. The last month of 2017 left us with some overwhelming grief. My strong and loving nephew had to say goodbye to his beautiful daughter, Kira, who was just 20 years old. She was such a bright light for her dad, grandma, and aunties. I had wanted her to try out for The Voice or some similar opportunity, as she had the most incredible, deep, and soulful voice. She was so loved. A few weeks earlier, two special people in our lives, Charlene and Tom, held their son who was born sleeping. While he would not wake, the love his parents, grandparents, aunties and uncles bestowed on Sage Fainu as he was born and then honored was a love one could only wish for every child in the world. There were others we lost in 2017 and we are never ready for that. However, this year, in honor of my niece Kira and baby boy Sage, I plan to post and share something loving or positive every single day of 2018 that has the potential to make a difference or change a perspective for somebody, just as they both did by being a part of our world. Hashtag 365 days of love, hashtag for Kira, hashtag for Sage. And those hashtags you used on every post every day for the rest of the entire year. Yep. It was hard for me to get through that because (laughs) Charlene and Tom are my sister and brother-in-law. And so Sage is my nephew. And so both of us have uh, a family member who, I mean, they're both your family and they're both Mm -hmm. my family. And so it was really hard. And that was a really difficult period of time for our family. And I'm so moved by how you responded to that grief and that pain and the loss by saying, this has to mean something positive. Something positive has to come out of these losses. So I, let's go back to, to that day, and I'm sure you remember it well. What made you decide to make such a big commitment to doing this, and where did that come from for you? Uh, having you reread the post, actually, I never did go back in all of the days. I never went back and read my first post, and it actually moved me because I remember it now as if it was as if it happened right then and there. But it um, one of the things that I wanted to make sure is that 
in their name, we had an opportunity to um, to be like I I saw Kira in her family, and I and as I believed Sage would be in his family, which is to make uh, an impact, to be loved, and to, to show love. And Kira was a young lady that did show a lot of love. And she had a lot of um, other challenges she faced in her life, and she was always quite very loving. And I believe that that's exactly who Sage was. And Sage, just by his, um, even in his birth, uh, brought a lot of love to a lot of people. And um, I and I, and so I, I, I looked for a way. And I, and I, I had also lost... My mom, uh, twelve months earlier, or thirteen months earlier, and but around I, the same time of year. Around the same time of year, and so I believed that it was. Um, it, I I wanted to do something that felt loving and not um, not morose or sad, but something that was positive and that would make a difference. Yeah. So, um, I learned a lot from that that experience. Um, it was interesting because I remember about four months into it, feeling like, oh my gosh, 365 days is a long time. <laughs> <laughs> and when you go, um, and, and, and each day I would find, I would, I would spend quite a long time looking for a post I felt was appropriate. Because there's lots of positive things to say, and some of them very similar to, to something you've seen somewhere else. But sure. I tried to find things that didn't, just weren't positive, um, but that actually might change your perspective on something, that might right. change the way you see things, as, um, as, as I hoped uh, it, it it did it for me, and I was hoping it would do it for others. And, and I'm guessing you're trying to do that in a way that would um, almost mimic if someone was sitting down like we are now and having a face-to-face, real int- and intimate interaction. Mm-hmm. Where mm-hmm. you, because I know I know who you are for so mm-hmm. many people, and a big part of your role in a lot of people's lives is offering a different perspective, offering a different way of looking at the world, or mm-hmm. a gentle but sometimes direct. Um, uh, alternative perspective mm-hmm. a, a, a gentle reminder and yeah. sometimes not always even welcome but people need sometimes to hear that little reminder right. or have that little push to, to look at their situation differently because we can so often so easily slip into um uh either kind of self-pity or mm-hmm. uh, seeing ourselves as helpless or mm-hmm. uh, negativity and and so we we have opportunities um in person to offer that to others, but you're choosing to use a social media platform. So let's talk a little bit about why social media, why social media, why Facebook? Um, For a long time, for several years now. And and actually the, um, I don't think I started out with this. If I'm honest, it wasn't the reason I started this, but what I began to realize is that a lot of people, um, we as individuals all have a part in our, our, in social media, we we post things, we comment on things, we share pictures, we share other people's uh, points of view. And you sit around a coffee table or you meet somebody on the street or even my own children. Just last night I saw a, t- a text that said, I hate Facebook. And, re- and they say that because they said Facebook is so negative. 
and uh, Snapchat is about, you know, my uh, grandchildren just did a, a project on, on how people use filters because they don't want people to see who they really are. They want to smooth out the lines and make themselves look beautiful, so they use filters. And so we get a lot of negative feedback on social media. But the reality is, is we are social media. Social media is not a thing. Social media is a platform for us. Mm-hmm. And we are the ones who populate social media. And so if it is negative then um, and we don't like it, then what do we do to make that different? Because if uh, because there's things you can do to make it different. And the experiment, uh, not so much the experiment, but the commitment for the 365 days of love proves that you can um, you can. F- really truly keep doing something long enough to create a new habit to create a new way of looking at things because there were times there were times in that year where i wasn't feeling so happy and i wasn't feeling so loving and i would have loved to have you know set off a post that because i was angry about something or that i wanted people to think about something and um it's it's difficult not to fall into it it's really difficult not to fall into it so so do you share that um that sentiment that that it has become a fairly negative platform do you agree with that or and this was your way of kind of counteracting some of the negativity or were you more just trying to prove that it is us and like you said it is what we make it and so let's use it for good i think it is what we make it and let's use it for good i it yes there are negative people on facebook mm-hmm. there are negative um stories on facebook but there are lots and lots of stories that are very uplifting, inspiring, and um, our friends who have things to say that are are worth listening to. Yeah. And but when you're scrolling and we scroll fast, oftentimes whether it's a computer or our phones, what catches our eye? And oftentimes it's the negativity because of the headlines or because of the picture that stops us and that's what we're mm-hmm. reading. We're not necessarily reading the happy stories. We're not necessarily looking at our friends' posts that are not um, controversial and commenting on how much we enjoyed that particular post. So it is, you know, I don't believe there's more negativity than anything else in life. In my community, I'm sure there's people some days that have negative uh, points of view yeah. that's Facebook or Snapchat or Instagram is a community of people they don't live in the same community but they're still a community of people yeah. and so um, <clears throat> it's no different I, if I went around town all the time talking about all the things I hated about Bashaw um, or where I live then pretty soon uh, that's what I would become known for and that is exactly what I my experience would be I would cre- I would create that Mm-hmm, so my mm-hmm. point is, you can create what you want. In we create media. our reality. We create yeah. our own reality. Well, it's you're absolutely right. And whether it's Facebook or whatever other platform, it's just like looking at society. You can't say, "Oh, society is like I blame society for this," and society's negative. Well, society is just a whole bunch of people. We are society. We, we are the society. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and whether that's online or in person. Yeah. But there is something that's distinct and unique, I think, about the way we engage with content when it comes to these platforms that it is that you know you're scrolling 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 and and you're almost unconscious to it like we it's it becomes a habit we we pick it up when not consciously or intentionally but just um almost subconsciously or 
we we just as an impulse sorry is the word i'm looking for and so it's it's highly addictive and mm-hmm. it's designed to be highly addictive because mm-hmm. the more time you spend on there then the more money facebook mm-hmm. can make on ads and and so on but the re- part of the result of that is that um the stories and the the true engagement where you could really get to know people and share meaningful stories or share positive stories that would take longer it's it's harder to come across those when you're interacting with that device that's uh or that platform in a way that you're just scrolling and you're so the the more negative or the more sensationalist a headline or an image is the more likely it is to catch your eye and it only has a split second to catch your attention or you won't look at it right so it is very different from the engagement that we have with real people in real life but not really because there's an algorithm that presents you with the kind of information you they that facebook thinks you want to see that's, based on yeah, the actions true. you take so <clears throat> to give you that example when I, because I, I do the same as everybody else, I scroll through social media and I, I'm scrolling, scrolling until I finally stop and read something. But the things that I've chosen to go on my webs, on my uh, timeline, are uh, there's a there's a group called Love That Matters, um, and they have all stories about love, and they're very inspiring and uplifting stories. So I get a lot of that. Right. I get a lot of posts from you know the things that I that I choose to um, provide me with positive messages. So that's a good point. It's not random. No, it's not random. What we see in our news feed is what we're engaging with, which is sort of parallel to in life. What you experience in life is often a direct result of what uh, we perceive and what we, yeah. yeah. So, so cause, cause, because, because social media picks up on all your social media. Right. So if you, if you are stopping and engaging with negative comments and negative um, pages, because mm-hmm. there's lots of those out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, it was really interesting because there, I, I want to give you an example, a real example that just happened last week. There's a page called Farmers Against the NDP. And that page consistently brings up things that they want people to continue to be against the NDP, which, by the way, I am not an NDP supporter. However, the last one I saw, they tagged me in. Somebody tagged me in this post because they wanted me to share it because they know that I often share lots of things. And it, the post was completely uh, inaccurate. Hmm. And so I chose to respond with, this is not accurate. This is I did this survey, and I know what it is. So that all of a sudden, it, it doesn't go anywhere, right? <laughs> because because I'm not engaging with it, and now all of a sudden, people are reading a different alternative or a different perspective, and now maybe it's not quite the way it looks. And so, when we're looking at when we're look, choosing what we want to see on our timeline or what we're interested in. Mm-hmm it will start to show up on our timeline. And mine yeah, has an true. awful lot of stories about love and, you know, girly stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> inspirational stuff. Yeah. Uh, things about grandchildren, because I have grandchildren. For sure. They all well, yeah, show up. Everyone's unique stream mm-hmm. of content is going to have the flavor of it is. them and the, what they are attracted to it and is. what they spend their time engaging with and sharing. Yeah. yeah. So... One thing I'd like to do is dive a little bit into some of the messages Mm -hmm. that you felt were important to share. Mm -hmm. And like going back to, you talked a little bit about how you spent a lot of time think finding 
these messages and some of them I think you even just wrote something inspirational yourself but a lot of them were quotes yeah but it's very evident that you didn't just wake up every morning and quickly between brushing your teeth and heading out the doors you know just randomly scroll through um, some website that lists you know famous quotes and just pick one for the day this is not one of these like books that you know you peel off the yeah. the day of the calendar day of the year and it's an and it's a message for the day what you did was you you carefully curated yes and and hand picked something that was really meaningful to you yep. and what was interesting is i thought I, in following it and i read them every day i saw that the way people interacted with it, with it and engaged with each of those messages that you post showed that it really struck a chord with with them as well mm-hmm. and i i i would um hypothesize that the reason it felt so personal for the people reading them wasn't because you handpicked it for those people specifically but they you can feel that it was personal for you that you shared it for a particular reason maybe it was something going on in your life around that time of the year and that's why you picked that particular quote yeah that kind of thing or or just there all of them are quotes that are very jackie messages yeah i think everyone would agree with that yeah so here's one that you i think this was your actual first quote of the year and maybe you haven't gone back and read these you don't know what i'm about to read to you no. um so this one said uh a quote from author zoe zantamata is that sound right mm-hmm. that fits the start of the year perfectly do you know what happens when you decide to stop worrying about what other people might think of you you get to dance you get to sing you get to laugh loudly paint write and create you get to be yourself and you know what? Some people won't like you. <laughs> Some will laugh or mock or point out flaws, but it just won't bother you all that much. Mm-hmm. And that's not so different from a lot of quotes that people have seen, like, you know, dance like nobody's watching yep. and like all yep. these really super well-known quotes. But um, you chose that one as your first one. Yep. Really, the message just being that and, and flowing in, you know, right off of your... Um, your kind of announcement the mm-hmm. day before January 1st yes. saying why you wanted to do this. Um, it's really clear that, you know, you're, you're trying to encourage people that, you know, life is short. Life is so uncertain. We, we can lose people at any moment. Um, there are unimaginable tragedies and losses uh, happening to, to people in our lives all the time. Yep. We, it's time to just live <laughs> And yeah. to stop and spend waste time caring what other people think of you, like, come on. Yeah. Yeah, no, um, uh, again, I didn't remember that was my first quote, but I think that, that the message I have, or the, when, when, I chose the, when I chose whatever it was, sometimes it was a reflection, sometimes it was a quote, and I usually tried to put my own um, uh, you know, sentence or a heart or something to say how much I loved it. You're right, I chose ones that would speak to me and as it happens, it spoke to other people as well. But it always, it was, I, sometimes, honestly, it took me an hour or two to find the right quote for the day. It, wow. I, I would often do it at night when everybody else had gone to bed and I was just, I, need, I had some time. I couldn't do it quickly because if I did it quickly, it didn't have the same impact on yeah. me as it did. And then you likely wouldn't have kept doing it for no, the whole year. I wouldn't so, have. Yeah. So here's a quick question for you, Jackie. Did you... 
were there many moments in the year where you thought like I'm not going to make it? I'm not yep. going to get to the Not not lots, but about halfway through I thought I'm only halfway through. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to take did. me a you, while. You made it all the way to yeah. December 31st. So when want... it got to October, I was feeling better. Yeah, cuz you're <laughs> so on the home stretch. I was on the home stretch. <laughs> it's not that I felt it wasn't I what I realized in the commitment is that I wasn't willing to just put a quote up. Yeah. I wasn't willing to just put something positive up. I wanted it to have meaning to me or to somebody I knew or some situation that we were dealing with in the world. I remember on Mental Health Day looking through thousands of reflections on mental health to try to find something that made meant something that helped people maybe to see things just a little bit differently. Yeah. And, um, and then... Um, you know, sometimes it would take me lots of times I would sit down for an hour, couldn't find one I wanted. And so I'd, 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 I'd give it a bit of time, give and it some time and go come back. back. That yeah. can often help. But, so, but what, but what was interesting, Ben, is at the end of the year, what I realized is that search itself had an impact. That search was huge because I went over so hmm. many reflections from so many people. Right. You were sharing one, but you yeah. probably read dozens I read or hundreds. so many that it started to have an impact on me as well uh, in a way that I didn't expect. So this is something that you were doing for Kira and Sage Mm -hmm. and for their families, for Mm -hmm. our family. Mm -hmm. And you were also doing it for everyone who you're connected to on Facebook that would be reading these. And it was a lot of people, a Mm -hmm. lot of engagement with them. But it's really neat to see that you were doing it for yourself. And maybe that piece of it wasn't even intentional. It wasn't, not to start with. Not but you with. really gained something from it. More than I realized. You know, my last post of the year said that, that um, even though it was, you know, there were times when I wondered, oh, wow, why did I pick, why, why didn't I pick 30 days? Why did I have to pick 365? But, and there were days where it got very late in the day yep. and I was going to miss it. I was going to miss the day. And and I remember even making a quote partway through the year thinking, you know, nobody will notice anyway. It's just one quote. And then a few minutes later thinking, yeah, but I will. I'll You'll know. know. And so, I didn't want to do that. So I would, sometimes it was like very late at night. Mm-hmm. I was putting the quote up, but I wanted to make sure I did it. It was a commitment I wanted to follow through. Accountability yeah. to yourself. Yeah. Then. So what kind of validation then did you get from people's engagement when you did post them that you know what this is this is meaning a lot to people what tell me about that part of I, it. I was I was actually surprised at I thought my posts would have some meaning to some people I was surprised at how many people uh, in my life who um, would respond they, not everybody responded with comments all the time but there was lots of people who did occasional comments or I had some people contact me personally and say what a difference it was. And, they, and I had quite a few people at the end of the year ask me to continue. Mm. But it, it's a really big commitment. And yeah. I wanted... But they miss, they miss it. They just missed the, seeing yeah. that. But, um, and I think uh, I, I'm still searching for something to replace it. Maybe not quite as intensive, but something because that, that search for me was important and it was impactful to me. So I... Um, I I was surprised at the people actually that who even I there was people I I didn't even remember I I you know had some connection with 10 years ago wow. that were watching the posts yeah There's another one here I want to read um that I just I was scrolling through just before we started and I really liked this one 
uh, a quote from Robert Fulgham, mm. who said, Peace is not something you wish for. It's something you make, something you do, something you are, and something you give away. And then I think these are your words. And you said, it's the missing link in our world right now, and we all have the capacity to do something about it. So yeah. this is one post that's an example of many where yeah. you were just continually reminding people there is something you can do. We can all make a difference. We can all work at changing the things in our world or in our lives or our families mm -hmm. that we're not okay with, that we need to find that peace, right? Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, that's just a great quote. That Because we do often, whether we're praying for it or just wishing for it or, or reflecting on it, there's things that we wish were different in the world. We, we wish that there was peace. Mm -hmm. But that wishing isn't enough. No. That we, you, you do need to... Yeah, um, you have to you have to start with you, and I know everybody hears that. That's a that's a common quote. Yeah, be the change, um, you know, it starts with you. That's another one that goes on, but really, I think what people are always thinking is they have to do something big to make a big change, and it really doesn't. You you can do something small. This wasn't this wasn't life shattering for people, but it made a difference for me even, and it made a difference for some other people because they got to see something positive in mm. the world of, of, you know, a lot of people who, you know, we had a tough, we had a tough year. We had some ec economics that, you know, our, our, our province has had some struggles. Our countries have had some struggles in the world. There's a lot of struggle and, um, and it's and it's a break from that constant feeling that things are not good, and you can make your world exactly what you want it to. Like I said, social media is us. It's not social media is a thing that but is a bad thing yeah. and that it's negative. You can truly make it different by making sure that your posts and your comments reflect who you want the world to be not just yeah. who you are but who you what you would like the world to be you can yeah. start to share that you can start to comment on people who say things that make mm -hmm. um and and that meant a lot to me when people commented because i it meant that i had people who saw it the way i saw it do you can you think of any and this might be a tough question but can you think of any specific comments or replies that came up uh, that you saw as a result of any of these posts that really hit you or that were kind of favorite things that happened or people that contacted you or I'm really old Ben I can't remember it. <laughs> but at the end of the year I have a friend her name's Corinne Miller who lives in in Alberta as well and she um her and I worked together with Children's Services, and she was our Aboriginal co-chair. And she, every single day, she put praying hands underneath I my... That. Every single day. And her last post, uh, she, she, she went right to the end with me, and then she sent me a private message that talked about the prayers, that, what, the, what the praying hands meant. And she gave me a prayer that I... Um, she, she, she prayed... Uh, she... she basically wrote the prayer down that would those praying hands meant and it was I was um it was so amazing and I really I, I wanted to send it out and I asked for permission to do that and I haven't yet because I, I it's a real personal personal thing for me and I want I want to give it justice because it was amazing mm. and what I realized is that she didn't just pray for Sage and Kira, she was praying for a number of children. She also lost a granddaughter, mm -hmm. and she had other children in her life that she had that that 
that impacted her family, and she, um, it it was very personal to her, yeah. and and that and I realized that everything we do has an impact on people, and and she was impacting all of us with her praying hands. We just didn't even know what it was. It was all behind right. the scenes. It was pretty incredible. That's a really neat story. Yeah. Um, you know, with with the loss of Sage in particular, when, I mean, infant, the, the death of a child yeah. is so impossible to wrap your head around mm-hmm. and to not even have an opportunity to start a life with a child is so like there, I can't think of anything, any worse tragedy that could mm-hmm. happen to new parents, mm-hmm. especially. And so all of us surrounding Charlene and Tom have just for this last year, over a year now have felt like it's been about 13, over 13 months. We have felt so helpless and we have felt so broken for them. And especially in that immediate first few days and weeks, we were all scrambling to kind of try to think of any tangible, meaningful thing that we could do that would offer um, just to show our love, Mm -hmm. right? And and to offer kind of meaning or to... Mm -hmm to do anything that would be personal and meaningful. Mm-hmm. And th- and now th- that 13 months have gone by, there have been a lot of things that um, that we've done and that friends of Charlene and Tom have done and shared with them. And social media has been a, a big part of, of that for them. They've reached out and mm-hmm. uh, have been connecting to other parents of loss. And it, there's, a, there's a huge online community around that that mm-hmm. they didn't know about before this and we didn't know about before this. And they've been meeting people and creating connections to people that are going through similar um, struggles and, and tragedy and and being a support for for them and for each other. And there's been a lot of neat things like at, at Christmas time, um, we created a, an ornament for our tree that had mm-hmm. Sage's name on it and other family and friends of theirs did similar things. And um, on the anniversary of, of the day that he was born, um, we, a lot of people did just different meaningful things that they thought of on their own and then shared those things with Charlene mm-hmm. and Tom. Um, and we got to see pictures and stories of a lot of those. And it's, it's kind of like my, I guess my reflection on it is that it is so easy to give up mm-hmm. in the face of unimaginable pain, mm-hmm. but we are so strong when you really, when you start to, to just, allow yourself to express what you need to express and to move and to lean into the discomfort and to the pain Mm -hmm. there are ways to release those feelings Mm -hmm. and to process the grief and to share the grief really Mm -hmm. um and and it can have huge positive impacts like your your decision to do this came out of how, what do I do with this loss what do I do with this pain you didn't decide to do this because something wonderful happened you there two people were yeah. lost and this was just your yeah. creative and um loving way of of trying to to do something good well, with that well and and it's what's what's um corinne's prayer was uh, like i am going to share it she did give me permission to share it but corinne's prayer was it, it reminded me that 
there is many of us in this world that will support. We're, we're, we're not, people talk about us living in isolation. Mm-hmm. We're not isolated. And we can use things like our social media platforms to, as, as um, um, Charlene and Tom have, Corinne used it as well behind the scenes and shared mm-hmm. at the end of the yeah, uh, of really the 365 neat. days what the prayer meant, what the praying hands meant. And for me, it was just a prayer, a prayer, mm-hmm. but the prayer was very impactful. And so I think that um, we can use social media in ways that are supportive, helpful, healing, um, mm-hmm. that we don't use them right now and where people... Like I said, they focus on the negative, and yeah. and you and, and and quite frankly, I can tell you from from um, experience, if you stop engaging in the negative and you stop, it stops going across your timeline. Yeah, it really does. Yeah, and and even if it's there, you stop internalizing it. Well, and it, there might be an odd friend who's still there, and yeah, they they share something, you might see it. It doesn't have, but a, it's a, not. It doesn't have the same impact no. on you when you choose no. to to let it yeah. go in in one ear out the yeah. other. Yeah. I'm gonna. We're gonna wrap this up here um, for today. But uh, one of your last—I don't think this was your very last one—but in kind of December, yeah. uh, at some point, one that I really liked that you shared was, "You don't have a right to the cards you believe you should have been dealt. You have an obligation to play the hell out of the ones you're holding." That's <laughs> yeah, true. I love that quote. Yeah, that, that one was great, <laughs> and I don't—I don't remember who that quote was by because yeah. sometimes you didn't yeah. post the, yeah. the name, but. Um, yeah, it's a great one, and just it, it goes so it ties in so nicely to just this idea that we're talking about of choosing to use whether it's social media or any other communication mm-hmm. tool, relationships. Uh, just always, there are these opportunities mm-hmm. to take what we have um, and move into the totally unknown future mm-hmm. um, in the best way we possibly can. Yep. And we need each other to do that. We're, we're but, meant to be in community. And think of and think of your social media platforms as your community yeah. and how you would want to behave in your community and how you would want your community to support you and you to support your community. It makes a difference. It's not just a thing. It's mm-hmm. not just something that exists. It's truly something you've created. It's another place that you live yeah. and interact. You, you create it. You create yeah. that community. You allow... You, you choose your friends and you choose the pages that you want to follow and so you've created it now make it what you want it to be yeah that's a beautiful place to end it um thank you so much for reluctantly again Very. coming on the show and i think it's been really fun to have some different guests with such unique stories like yours and i know that um the impact that you've had by doing this is just going to continue rippling and Um, moving out into the world through all the different people that you've inspired so thank you for doing it thank you for doing it for sage and for kira that means has meant so much to me through this whole year and um, i'm just so excited for more people to hear the the backstory around all of this and get inspired again (laughs) thanks ben and um um I, this wasn't as painful as I thought it was going to be. See, it's kind of fun. <laughs> it's pretty relaxing in here. It wasn't too bad. <laughs> um, thank you, everybody, for listening and for joining us on this conversation. And uh, if you haven't listened before, we do this once a week. And uh, so each week we post a new conversation. Uh, often it's between me and Robin, who's the minister at the Basha and Pinocchio United Churches. And uh, we're starting to have other guests on as well. So if you have ideas for guests uh, or stories, it would be great, um, a good fit for the Six Ways from Sunday podcast. Get in touch with us and share these with your friends. We would so appreciate that. And thanks again for listening.